This is a Rooster Teeth production. Today's show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Working from home? Protect yourself with an extra layer of security at expressvpn.com slash rttv. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Podcast. I'm Gus. Oh, I'm Gavin. I'm Andrew. I'm a- Drew. <laughs> and I'm Barbara. And I'm um, Gus. Got an extra, ex- extra person. Extra I like setter. the double shot on you guys. It, it, it puts you shot? in such a duo. That's yeah. the, uh, we can't afford six cameras. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we already have a ridiculous number of cameras. We can't add, there's no space for another one. Yeah. Go? You know what we I was thinking about the other day? Three. How uh, when we used to do the RT podcast back in the day uh, on the old set, we used to have one camera for both me and Gavin on this couch. Mm-hmm. And so I remember thinking, I was like, it's great. I get to be on camera even when I'm not talking. And so, like, <laughs> I, I didn't have to talk as much on the podcast because I could just wait for Gavin to be <laughs> on camera. And I just wave. I, <laughs> I'm here, too. When we, when we first built the broadcast studio down at, the, at Ralph Albanero at the, old, at the old studio. In the Annex. Yeah, the Annex. Uh, I remember I went to Best Buy, and I was like, what's the cheapest video camera you all sell that has HDMI out? And they were like, oh, we got these little Sony handicaps. I was like, great, I'll take four of those. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they were shit. They were shit. They were terrible. <laughs> Garbage. Wait, when you go in, give me your finest, cheapest camera. <laughs> I think my two requirements were, is it cheap? And can I remove the HUD on the HDMI out so you don't see like the battery oh, right. level oh, and right. all of that yeah. shit? Exactly. And I was like, great, perfect. $220? Awesome. Sold. <laughs> let's, let's get those. It records on a medium that like doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah. It records on, on mini-disc or some shit. Betamax. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what it was. That makes me mad. Why? I don't know. Just, why, why go so well, cheap? We're using they, the damn things for years. They, they, I was being actively told not to make a broadcast department. I was being told <laughs> not to spend money and not to waste time doing this. <laughs> Look at, and I, look, I was look told this was going to do this wow. nothing. So I was like, I had to spend as little money as possible to keep the anger at me as low as possible so that I could build the studio. Hey, I mean, we're here doing the podcast now, so and you must have made a good we're decision. We're a million years later. <laughs> still fucking I can't talking. believe HDMI has been around that long. Yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> the pre-Cambrian HDMI core. <laughs> just like, to the salesperson, just like, okay, I need some I need some cameras that are going to keep me below the radar. You know what I mean? Like, I, I need something that's not going to raise you, any eyebrows when, they, when someone on? looks at yeah. a credit card statement. Can you do that How many for me? question marks are they going to write when they say, how yeah. much? <laughs> Ooh. But yeah, it was a uh, god. What a fucking what a fucking different time. That was, building sucked too. It was freezing or it was boiling. No, no AC, no heater. So you guys it, were it just was like, that bathroom. It, it was, was that, <laughs> the bathroom over oh, here. God. So you guys were on shitty cameras, just glossy or freezing to death every time. So you looked, yes. you looked what, gross. What we did and then, when, like, when it was winter, was we would hide space heaters on the set. So like, you see this table here. But space heaters like, aren't quiet. Like just, <laughs> it was actually fairly quiet. But we would like, just in the end. We would re- yeah, we would replace like the side tables with space heaters and then just put like. A blanket over them, which I'm sure that is not seems, safe. That seems safe. <laughs> that seems up to OSHA code. Also, the first couple podcasts we did in that studio, I don't know if we were still sorting out the mic situation, mm-hmm. but we had like lavaliers one time, oh, yeah. and couple, they were just first couple hundred in there. We really? Went through, we went through was, a lot of iterations. I was really hoping yeah. that you guys were going to say true. you shared a mic and just like had to pass <laughs> yeah, it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rem- That's re- why we and Kevin are in the same shot. <laughs> Do you remember? We, there was also an element of danger when we first started because we wanted to hang lights on the rafters above the set, but we weren't sure if. They could support the weight. So we put a C-clamp up there with a wrench right above us on the set. And we're like, if the wrench ever falls, we know we can't put lights up there. God damn. (laughs) 
<laughs> so whenever we do the podcast every now and then if, in those old episodes if you ever see me looking up it's because i think Checking i hear the, the wrench, wrench falling, the wrench falling. <laughs> i'm like looking to see if it's gonna fall on this us. most jerry-rigged operation known to me all of you are essentially just like uh, hobos like singing over a barrel yeah. fire doing the podcast it's like ah Golly. Keep his voice. What and wasn't that? You know, I never, uh, I never went over to that. I, you know, I came along long after you guys were out of there, out of the old studio. I think both of what? you guys did, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, were, yeah. we were new space only. New space only. But wasn't that? I mean, wasn't that place like? I mean, essentially a garage. Like, wasn't it? Yeah. A, it was like a, a hangar bay, but yeah. like, in, not in any way insulated or yeah, like, exactly. yeah, different to this hangar bay. <laughs> this one at least yeah. this one has was heating and elegant yeah. and, yeah. and yeah. cooling and stuff. Yeah, and there's insulation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that one was for like, uh, pull your big rig in here and get its like oil change. Like, it was like a big one of those big hangar doors yeah. for like bigger trucks. Yeah, and every now and then we would have like deliveries that get dropped off or like to load stuff up and they'd be like where's your loading dock like yeah we don't have one <laughs> we just have to lift everything up into your trailer oh mm. wasn't there something really big we oh it was the podcast, the podcast set. set when we were getting it right from a convention or something yeah. it had been delivered back to the studio and we had to like put it back together at the studio Jesus whose Christ. idea was it to send the podcast set to conventions so that really behind had no set to shoot on it was gus it was me <laughs> empty garage because I was also doing events at the time, and I wanted to have a cool-looking booth, and I wanted to try to like tie the experience together. Where if you saw us in person, I mean, it was the same thing on that paper, you saw. It's great. You, you saw right. It's like if we had bought two of them, yeah, just get a it would have been great. Stuff. Except it was so again, it was so expensive. Yeah, I couldn't afford a second you one. You guys know how many times we used it for a convention? Tell me. Twice? I think it was yeah. three. I think we used it three times. Okay. Very good. <laughs> it ended up being a huge pain. So yeah, yeah. It, it just stayed at the uh, at the studio. <laughs> Oh, lessons learned. Because it wasn't easy. Well, I never, I never did it, but it looked like everyone was struggling all the time to take that thing apart. And I put feel it like together. I didn't have any trouble with it, but it's because I had done it so many times. <laughs> did, hey, Gavin, can you give us a head with it? Just a smoke outline <laughs> of Gavin <laughs> swinging door saloon door, and didn't, just like, well, <laughs> didn't you help with it at a VidCon with Jordan Swears? I can't. That's not true. That's a I lie. Mean, There's I've no said, way that I've never seen Gavin or Jordan. It was definitely well, Jordan was like Jordan lifting anything. You sure? That was what I did. But my first shit was I would fly ahead of these guys to conventions, what, what? climb through various <laughs> unloading docks, and build booths, and then get out of there. I did what that year? probably. Well, he's not lying. By twenty the way. times. Yeah. yeah. What year would you say you stopped lifting things? Uh, on behalf of Rooster Teeth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, last decade at some point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Me and Gavin used to like volunteer for the Rooster Teeth booth and like sell merch. Yeah, and, and damn. Run the booth yeah, I think for them and VidCon was probably one of the last ones I did. Yeah, that one. Like that is 2012, maybe. That might be the last time we shipped the booth out somewhere. And I know why, because y'all did not know how to repack everything, so they shoved shirts into the cabinets and stuff like that into Ooh. like all these l little spaces that the booth had. This is not the same set. Damn it! But I'm just like <laughs> looking for old shirts. a vintage shirt, just like. Do you not remember that? No. Oh, maybe you weren't there for when they closed. But yeah, Jordan was telling how he just like shoved things in. He didn't know where to put anything. I think I only set up because I had, that was when like slow-mo event stuff was getting a lot bigger. So I probably yeah. just set it up and then pissed off to do my stuff. It's very possible. You never know. You never know when is going to be the last day you're, you'll be schlepping on behalf of the company. <laughs> like, just like, because one, I mean, you start off and you're building stuff, breaking stuff down, carrying a bunch of stuff. And then one day. It's like, oh no, there's, there's like, other people. There's here. other people we here, and there's like a capable PA. people who know what they're doing yeah. with this stuff, <laughs> and youthful bones and joints that aren't. Somebody uh, brought a dolly. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
some enterprising genius <laughs> brought like caveman like technology of the dolly and it made our whole lives a whole lot easier. Mm-hmm. Jesus. We were so stupid about that stuff early on. I remember the first time we went to San Diego Comic Con, I want to say it was in 2004. Because I think like back then San Diego Comic Con didn't take up the whole convention center mm-hmm. yet. So like I think, I want to say it was in 2004 where they finally got Hall H and they were like, all right, now we have room for a few more exhibitors. So we were able to like sneak, sneak in, in at that time. Yeah. And uh, we were like, oh, man, we're going we're gonna to sell so much stuff at San Diego Comic-Con. There's like 100,000 people there or whatever. It's like, we need, we need to send a bunch of merchandise, but we, don't have, you know, we only have a 10 by 10 booth. We don't know where to store it. I know. Let's rent a storage unit for a month, ship all of our stuff there, <laughs> and then keep it like a warehouse in San Diego that we can go back and forth to replenish the stock from. What a fucking nightmare. <laughs> what a fucking stupid idea. I mean, <laughs> oh, my God. It just, was unbearably hot then you had to deal with the traffic coming in and out of the convention center it was like maybe a smart idea for someone who'd never been to the event but after you spend two seconds at the event you're like this is not gonna work this was a terrible idea wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy what an (laughs) awful that stuff is hard work i remember one of the worst experiences was it was me jack and caleb setting up our booth at comic-con san diego comic-con and we had like filled every single shelf to the brim. They had sent so much merch. Everything was just like stacked in, squished in there, like things sideways and everything like that. And then someone comes by our booth and they're like, hey, you guys got about six or seven more boxes. Um, where should we put those? And I was like, surely we don't. I think we're full. <laughs> it was all fucking griff balls okay dude it was like and you can't squish those down no it was like two we literally had to put them on the floor in the booth and like shove them in between things and under the tables and stuff like that it was i know i think it might have been 500 or 600 griff balls that had showed up good god that's uh yeah those griff balls were a night griff balls and hoodies i what i hated in booths because hoodies were also really bulky space yeah Yeah. it's like where the fuck am i gonna put these (laughs) and jeff was in charge of merch back then you'd always want to sell hoodies like yeah we sell these we make good margin on them like there's no fuck like i was like we need to calculate like a dollar per square inch of revenue for for items different in a 10 by 10 right (laughs) we need to prioritize the things that make money and are small and for some reason you uh, a hoodie once folded and put in a box uh has the uh, gravity of depleted uranium it becomes so (laughs) heavy you you put three hoodies in one box (laughs) and it's like just like a a, just a a industrial drum of oil that's how much it weighs (laughs) you're like oh god what's in this surely (laughs) open it up three Three hoodies yeah. What the fuck? And then you oh, take them out and wear them. <laughs> and they're all light again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fucking, fucking terrible. I, I hate events. <laughs> I, don't get me wrong. I like events. I just don't. I just don't like the setup and tear down. That's the bit that I was involved in. That's yeah. why I hate them in general. Yeah. 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 yeah like uh, being at them. Fine. Sure. But all the other stuff. I used to travel around. I think I've talked about this before. It used to take so long to pack up a booth. You'd have to like go and get supplies to like shrink wrap mm-hmm. all of the unused merch so it could go back. And I got so sick of that lining sound. up for hours after every event that I just started traveling and flying with my carry-on being a big roll of shrink wrap <laughs> <laughs> with handles on the end. So I would just take that, you know, through the airport is to every event. I just put it on the floor, and then at the end of every event, I would just run around the pallet. Yep. 
wrapping it. And we learned how to do it. it off. Tie yep. it at the bottom, work your way yeah. up. Yeah. And then eventually it was taken from me um, at security at one airport because they were like, well, you could tie up the crew with this. And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't think I will, but okay. And then, and then <laughs> You're just standing there going. <laughs> but I probably took it on 12 flights, I, just fine. I remember that one time we were at that event in New Jersey and we didn't have that shrink wrap. That, was, that was the before days, yeah. yeah. And we were like, shit, we're going to need, like the, the end of the event's coming up in a couple days, we're going to need shrink wrap. Someone told us there's a Walmart about five miles in that direction. And one day we closed up the booth at the end of the day. We're like, let's just walk in that direction <laughs> and maybe we'll find a Walmart. And we, we just like took off. Like oh the sun God. went down. We were oh out there walking God. through like oh an empty God. field in Secaucus, New Jersey. Christ. And we found a Walmart. We're like, oh, sweet. We got our shrink wrap. <laughs> we had to like walk all the way back before to the Uber, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Before yeah. Uber. Oh, yeah. I mean, take all the stress and physicality of moving <laughs> and take out all the like sense of accomplishment out of it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, only, the only thing that. you look forward to is. Is doing it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And also, everyone else in the building is also moving and needs the exact right. same equipment that you do. That's like trying to get a pallet on. as well yeah. was like, all right. The second the convention starts, like, all right, and it's cl the floor is closed. You're like, <laughs> you're like running. <laughs> I need a pallet. The, the pre-event stuff was just as bad because you would go somewhere to like pick up exhibitor badges. That person would have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Send it to another person. Then you get sent back, and you'd be like, I just spoke to this person. Back and forth, back and forth. So I just took it upon myself to. It, Avoid all that and just walk around the back of all the convention centers and just climb up the unloading docks. Perfect. So you snuck in without any credentials whatsoever. Yeah. If you just walk with confidence, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. And I, went, I was like, I'm not even from this country. <laughs> I, 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 you know, they, they, there's something to that. Like, walk like you're put out. Just look like you're being. You look tired. Yeah. I, you look I, I you look, let you in. If I was you look annoyed. tired and inconvenienced because everyone is just like, also, if I can solve this problem, I'm just, I just, oh God. I will say, a flashlight at a concert goes a super long way. All you have to do, bring a flashlight to a concert and just do one of these. Turn it on. Do one of these. You get anywhere you want to go. <laughs> just in front of you as you're walking through the crowd. One little what? whoop, whoop, whoop. Everybody gets out of you. Parts the Red Seas. You go all the way to the front with a flashlight. Oh, yeah. And just a, a, a little flashlight and any lanyard. Any lanyard. Any <laughs> lanyard. And you just say, complete dumbass on it. And you're just <laughs> yeah. up at the front of your Coldplay concert. Freddie, Freddie Wong talks about how so he, uh, so when he was in college, you know, I guess he went to USC, that he could get anywhere if you put on a polo shirt and just wrapped an Ethernet cable around yep. his shoulder. Because, like, <laughs> backstage, a, a, clipboard. Like, a clipboard. A clipboard will get you anywhere. Be like, oh, yeah, they need this. I got to take Like, Oh, yeah, come on in. <laughs> I, I just, just want to point that's... out, we're that... giving people all these tips and we still have Com our TX next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Come this wait. isn't during the, this is like before the yeah. event. Yeah. yeah, and by the way, this we know like all these tricks, yeah. so don't yeah. even try yeah. this. We, we already told our people to look for these yeah, tricks. Exactly. We were doing research this entire time. We were uh, learning. I just thought about that uh, that Simpsons joke from a later Simpsons uh, where uh, Homer sneaks into the U2 concert. <laughs> just like, potato man. Potato man. <laughs> <laughs> where the hell have you been? And they let him. <laughs> Uh, oh. uh, <laughs> that's the episode where he gets beat up to uh, Pride <laughs> in the yeah, name of love. In the name, he's being. <laughs> I'm rewatching all the Simpsons right now. Yeah, wow. with, with Trevor, we're on season four. We, oh. although, okay, I lied. We're not rewatching all of Simpsons. We're rewatching all of Simpsons between season three and maybe eighteen, nineteen. The golden era. Yeah, right? you're, yeah. you're, you're. Say that's a safe bet. Like yeah. it's my favorite show of all time. But even I skipped the first two seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, every now and then I'll watch the yeah. first one, and it's like, yeah, no, it's, it's still there. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah, it, 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 the, the show has a, an arc to it. Yeah, but Trevor hasn't seen The Simpsons. He didn't watch it growing up, so we're watching it together. 
And what, he, a what a treat. You, you're, you're cracking up. Of course. You're coasting into the finest television ever made. <laughs> like, you're coasting into, like, the seasons where it's, like, 22 episodes, not a bad one in the bunch. There's just, like, everyone is like, oh, this is a classic. This yeah. is, it's like, oh, and a classic after that. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh. Um, what a treat. <laughs> what a treat for both of you. Stepping back a second. Treat in chat, Liz Mannion says, put a lanyard that says complete dumbass in the RT store. <laughs> merch idea right there. Done. There we go. Complete dumbass. Um, <laughs> But I feel it's funny, like going back and watching, like watching The Simpsons for the first time now, because I feel like there's so much, so so many pop culture references and so many things that also came true. Well, yeah, it's know, like a like self. It's one of those like what so are they, the self-eating snake, where it's like, oh, The Simpsons are making pop culture references, but they're also making references about like it's well, just a complete circle. Yeah. Of it life. used to be a show oh, that commented on pop culture, and then it became pop culture. Right, like The Simpsons became the culture. It originally was just like referencing and making fun of and stuff like that, but it became so huge and so ubiquitous that like you kind of have very little room to maneuver and then and man there was a really like dark period where it was just like and guests we'll just get oh, any sure. we'll just yeah. get anyone famous like who, mm -hmm. who who's like the what's the flavor of the month they're now on the show that adam was like, west perhaps <laughs> it was just yeah the adam west one is great a thousand times <laughs> <laughs> there's only one cat woman for me <laughs> julie newmar <or> eartha <laughs> kit and do you remember the dancing <laughs> yeah the Batusi. Nice to meet you. Just back away. Don't make eye contact. <laughs> Best so, cameo. So great. Mm. Uh, I watched, uh, speaking of The Simpsons, I was flipping through Disney Plus the other day, and there's like some Simpsons short, I guess, that they made. Where it's there's like, a couple. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the one that I saw in particular was like, they're all Marvel characters, yeah, they're and they're all, all Avengers. like the Avengers, and they have like this movie poster. And then, you know, it's, it's it's all kind of gross. And then in the background, Sounds in one like of it. the shots, someone's holding a sign that says, this is what happens when Disney owns everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now we're talking. See, that was like one of the best things about Simpsons being a Fox property for the longest time is that they constantly made fun of Fox. Right. Because Fox yeah. was like kind of a third to fourth rate network for a while. Yeah. Right. But they like ruled the school. It, like they it, it, that show printed money for them so that they like... They could, do what they, want. they could do whatever they wanted. And also, like, James L. Brooks, God bless him, like, negotiated the, like, best deal on earth for for that show. Uh, and that article that uh, that came out a few, uh, uh, I guess, last month with uh, that interview with John Schwartzwalder, one of the writers of The Simpsons, uh, Notorious Recluse, he talks about that, which is, like, so interesting. It's like, yeah, James L. Brooks negotiated a contract where, like, executives had no say over what we made. They didn't get review of cuts. They didn't get to look at anything. Yeah. We, got to, we got to make whatever we wanted and turn it in, and they really had no say in it. And then we it just rained money on yeah. Fox for 15 years right. and, like— and all because we let the artists do what they want. There's a lesson there. And like, <laughs> somewhere, you know, somewhere, somewhere in there, there's a lesson. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Also, uh, I'm co-opting the term notorious recluse for just myself all the time. <laughs> yeah. I just, just want to be that. It's a, it's a great article. It's a great Damn. interview to, to hear him talk about it. Yeah. I think he talked about, that's where I saw that uh, outtake from the 22 short films about Springfield. I think, was it in that interview? Where he talks about the art, and it's like there's a scene with Krusty and Ralph sitting next to each other on a plane. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah and there's like a little bit of key art for it, and like you can see a scan of like the page of script where it's like this all got cut out from the episode. It's like it's weird. It's like it's something weird. I'm so familiar with, and be like, oh, this is like an alternate version that yeah. doesn't exist. Could have existed. It could have the the what if. Yeah. The could be. Mm -hmm. Man, great stuff. Very different. Oh man, uh, I miss The Simpsons. <laughs> 
It's available. It's all still there. It's still, it's still there. I feel like Disney it's a, Plus. It's a, it's a, you want to come watch it with me and Trevor? Come on over. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad that they. Are y'all watching it on Disney Plus? Yeah. I'm glad that they finally. They didn't have it at launch, but now you have the option to watch it in four three. You know, I think at Disney yeah. Plus's you, launch, you could uh, only watch it in sixteen by nine. Gross. Uh, which cuts some visual gags. Right. Out. It, it cuts significant visual gags out. But I, I've, you know, when I've watched it on our competitors, Disney Plus, when I've watched it on <laughs> our, 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 I've watched it on our rival, the, our rival streaming service, uh, it's in it's in sixteen nine. I haven't found a way to hmm. make you have it. To go th- it's buried at the settings. Of course it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why would they make something uh, necessary the, for that show easy to access? Why is it a setting? I don't know. Like it, it used to, it used to be when it was on like the FX app or whatever. FX, yeah, there was whatever. an easy toggle where you could switch between sixteen nine and four three. But now that it's on Disney Plus, you have to like <laughs> dig down into the settings to find uh, where it is. So, so is it just want to watch the world burn? <laughs> Does it change it just for Simpsons or for everything? It was, it's a Simpsons specific setting. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> well, watching the Simpsons. So, so someone could go to that show and go, go to, to Simpsons Show Ruiner, and it takes it into yeah. sixteen nine. Like who would choose to see it that way? Like ah. You're welcome. Yeah. Gross. You miss so much. Maybe they were, because yeah. most people don't know about formats. Maybe they're worried that people would be like, it's broken. My widescreen's not working. Yeah. It's the same shit when people used to complain about letterbox movies Dude, on their I, CRTs. I, my mom made us take back Titanic on VHS. It was like, something's <laughs> wrong with the TV. No, I think it's the tapes. <laughs> yep. Oh my God. Yeah. What a shame. She didn't Did like you ever end letterbox? up watching it? Yeah, oh yeah, we'd seen it in the theaters and we're purchasing it on our own. The two, Excellent. I've been—I don't know why I've been hung up on this. I keep bringing it up. The two VHSs required to watch Titanic yep. is such a weird thing in my head. Like, why did it require two of them? Like, it was so could long. You, could you not just make a spool big? I don't know. Do y'all no, remember what? where it cut off? No. no. I'm pretty sure it was either right before or right after the iceberg hit. When they're like on the deck there, and I it, think like, the iceberg hits at like ninety minutes into the no, movie. Yeah, they, yeah. They're, they're, that is four movies. Like that's four movies worth of movies. Like the 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 iceberg, the like vi- the villain of the movie. I love that they have like <laughs> the antagonist. The antagonist. Uh, well, no, because it's Billy Zane. I love movies like that where they have to like kind of build in a narrative. It's like sure. tw- Twister's the same way. Yeah. yeah. Where you have to build in a narrative of there being like the evil storm chasers right. because like nature is. It doesn't have like an agenda, right? So it's like, it's humans being dumb with nature involved. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you have to like build in like a story where it's like, yeah, there's evil storm chasers, and then like Billy Zane is evil because it's just an iceberg. Like, I'm floating in the ocean. Did you see on SNL a couple of weeks ago Bowen Yang playing the iceberg that yes. sank the Titanic? Yes. No, I did it was not. a great performance. Super good. Was, I think it was last season that they. Yeah, did it was this last yeah, season, yeah, like a month or two it. ago. He comes. He's just like, I was there just chilling. The boat hit me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know why I'm the villain. I get all the blame for right. it. <laughs> oh, did, did they die by ice? No, they drowned. The sea is responsible for that, yeah. not, the iceberg. not the iceberg. Wasn't the Titanic built alongside a different boat that also sank? Yeah, it had like a sister ship. Uh, yeah, it was all like... <laughs> the SS Tempt Fate. That was the... <laughs> was it, Brit- they, it would have been HMS, Britannic. sorry. The, Brit- the Britannic. Yeah. But it also, also, like, what happened? I can't remember what happened to that. Let's see. It, uh, Apparently, they were all like. It sank in the IGN Sea on November 21st, 1916, killing 30 people. <laughs> Jesus. Don't, get, like, don't get on a boat in the early 1900s. Boats. That's the well, rule. I also oh. just learned about a, another boat tragedy this weekend from Meg. Meg told me about this. Oh, it yeah, was yeah. Some, some ship in Indiana, I believe, uh, that went down and like 1,100 people went into the water and only 300 people got rescued. The other 800 
many of which got eaten by sharks. Whoa. Was it the, the Indianapolis? In Indiana? Oh, the USS, Indi- no, the USS Indianapolis. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like it had what? Indianapolis involved. In a lake of water? <laughs> Indiana <laughs> Lake my Sharks. Bad. That's my bet. That was <laughs> the only detail I remember. Yeah, I was like, what is going on? Then you said sharks, like, oh, the Indianapolis. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Indianapolis. Lake Sharks. Yeah, that was a... I feel silly. Circling back to the Simpsons. 1,500 men went into the water. 300 came out. This Indiana Lake Sharks. Indiana Lake. Yeah, think about a shark. Eye, it's like a doll's eye. There's, there's a later episode where Grandpa <laughs> talks about having been on the Indianapolis, okay, and being in the water, and then learning how to ride sharks to escape. It's, it's one of those weird later season episodes. It's one of the best monologues of all in all of cinema. It's Quint's monologue from Jaws, where he talks about being on the USS Indianapolis when it went down. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh god, so good. But did he ever go to Indiana? <laughs> That's the real question. Gavin out here asking the real question. Yeah. Apparently, the Britannic used to be called the Gigantic. <laughs> to because it was the Titanic sinking I mean, ship. Before, yeah, before that, sense. it was called Man's and, Hubris. <laughs> and then after the Titanic sank, they were like, "Ooh, let's uh, <laughs> let's rename it." What? There's also uh, welcome to uh, the boatcast. We're just uh, it's Simpsons talking. and boats. It's welcome Simpsons to Simpsons and, Simpsons and boats. Simpsons and boats. Just, the chat is catching up to when I said Indiana. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the best. It's it's the best. Absolutely. The uh, Indiana Land Sharks is the best hockey team I've ever heard of. <laughs> They'll so, let you up. <laughs> the, this episode of the Rosteed Podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. You know what I don't get? Why people tell us to imagine everyone in their underwear to make us feel more comfortable. Uh, MeUndies believes comfort doesn't start with imagining a room full of half-naked strangers. Yuck. Uh, instead, they believe comfort starts with actual comfort. That's why they make the world's softest undies. You know, I know you've heard me talk about MeUndies all the time. It's because I really do love them. I'm wearing them right now. What am I wearing? I think I'm wearing the banana ones. I don't remember. I uh, love their different styles, and they're the most comfortable underwear I've ever owned. MeUndies are designed to be the softest thing on, dare I say it, the planet. I said it. Uh, baby bottoms? Yeah, they're old news. MeUndies' signature micromodal fabric literally grows from trees, making their undies not only super soft but also sustainable. They offer different cuts because they get it. We've got different butts. Check out their undies, socks, bralettes, loungewear, and more, ranging from sizes extra small to 4XL. MeUndies has a great offer for you right now. Any first-time purchasers get 15% off and free shipping. Mandy's also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. So, to get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meandies.com slash roosterteeth. That's meandies.com slash roosterteeth. There was a, was it the Lusitania or the, there was another like early 20th or early 19th century boat that, that also went down. Well, I know it didn't go down, or maybe it went down. I know it caught fire. And what happened was a bunch of like the passengers in turn of the century garb, which was essentially just like dental lead vests, <laughs> yeah. like just turn of the century garb with just layers and layers of clothing, uh, grabbed a bunch of life vests and uh, on this boat, scrambling people, screaming, women and children. Ah, everyone's like, you know, freaking out, of course, because the boat's on fire. Jump into the water with these life vests, which were made of sawdust. <laughs> And like cork, which <laughs> were so old that they essentially turned to cement oh, when they hit the water, them down. and it just like stones to the bottom. Like, just, like so, basically, if you if you put on a life vest, it killed you. Like yeah. because these like the, they, they were expired. They were expired exactly. Oh. These like o- old ass life vests were one hundred percent expired. You shouldn't have something that when it expires does the opposite of what it was made for. <laughs> it should it should only do more of what it's supposed to upon expiration. Yeah, that's right. It's like oh, don't drink that milk after it expired. It gives you osteoporosis. It like breaks. 
crush your bones. <laughs> your bones become brittle. It's like a bird. Well, Admiral you know, gives it, you a headache. That reminds me of the fucking uh, sunscreen recall because they had an ingredient in it that gives you cancer. Benza, or that can cause benz, cancer. Benzene? Benzene? Yeah. But it's like sunscreen to protect me from getting cancer now might cancer. cause the cancer. Yeah. Benzene? You're gonna, you're gonna get cancer some sometime. Might as well Somehow. let the sunblock do the job for you. God damn it. Ugh. I don't know if you guys ever talked about it on Black Box Down, but there was this video that this uh, girl made with information about how to actually position your body during an airplane landing, mm. uh, airplane crash rather, um, that has like 20 million views on TikTok. Mm. And she's saying that the correct way to do it, which by the way, this is false, is to Wait, so put it, your legs up on this on the thing and try to stay as, as straight as possible because she's like, what the airline wants to happen with the brace position is they would want you to actually die in a plane crash so that you can't sue the airline. And it's like 20 million people have seen this video and probably believe sure, it. Yeah. Nope. And please don't. The, the reason you're supposed to lay down is so that your spine doesn't come out so, of your body. And right. also so nothing fucking <laughs> hits you your head right, when yeah. you plane. Oh, it doesn't matter anyway. I mean, it depends it, on what the situation it, is. But. It actually does matter. There are things you can do to improve your chance of survivability. We, we did an episode of Black Box Down. I think it was Southern Airways 3-something, 3 352. I don't remember the exact flight number. But there was a guy on that flight who knew the plane was crashing. So he went around and collected all of the blankets he could and built a fort. <laughs> And he, like, sat himself in the back of the plane. He built a fort, and then he thought there might be a fire, so he took off his leather jacket and then covered himself with it so that if there was a flashover fire, he wouldn't get burned. Roasted? Uh, and he survived. There were not there were not very many survivors on that flight, but he was one of the people who survived. Holy shit. Because he moved <laughs> seats and then built a pillow fort. Wait, yeah, but he might have survived in his, in his seat. Uh, he could have. Who's, who's to know? say? Is, now, hold on. I thought there were, I remember, uh, I don't, it's not from Airplane, the movie. It, but it is from a. If it's from a comedy, it's a reputable science. No, 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 no. It's a joke that like the plane, like a plane's going down and like, or like is in trouble in the air, or like they don't have enough gas or something, and like the uh, uh, flight attendant's going around and like asks some guy, it's like, can I get you anything? And he's like, holds up his pillow. Could you give me about fifty more of these? Like, that might have yeah. been it. <laughs> so I mean, I remember that being a joke from something. Chat, if you know what that joke is from, what show, what show or movie that's from, it just it, it looms large in my mind. Because yeah, I was like, thought I was like, haha, that's a joke. But maybe, but maybe, maybe a uh, hundred pillows just like yeah. Have you tried so, it? Can save it? Someone told me that um, I can't remember who this was or how long ago this was. Someone said that the reason they want you in the brace position is so that when you like burn up and melt, your teeth land in the correct spot, <laughs> oh like on God. the chair. <laughs> I was well, like, that's, that's, that's like, why you have seatbelts in general, so that they can just be like, oh, that's you can identify the body easier. Yeah. Like, it doesn't... The teeth are right there. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, these teeth are all mixed up. We don't know who's seatbelted in. Jesus Christ. That's terrible. What a morbid discussion. (laughs) Simpsons, boats, and morbid realities. (laughs) This past weekend, I went to the movies and I watched Old. Has anybody seen Old yet, the M. Night Shyamalan movie? No, I had it spoiled almost out the gate from TikTok. TikTok's ruined it. Well, there's a a character in there who's, who's, for part of the movie, he's like obsessed with trying to remember this other movie. Mm. Uh, it makes me think about what you're saying. Like, where, where was these fifty fellows from? The, like, stuff will be happening, and this guy will be like, "Okay, okay, we're gonna deal with that." But first, Marlon Brando and Jack Nicholson were in a movie together. What was that movie? I can't remember. There, everyone's oh. like, "Stop, <laughs> stop!" Oh Insufferable. Oh god! To write that into a no, thank you. <laughs> You've just compl- like I was thinking like, oh, maybe it's good. A lot of people are talking about it. No, no, I'm done. If oh. there's if if the guy I have to hang out with the parties all the time is there, which is me by myself, <laughs> I don't want to go. 
Can can you imagine if you went to a movie and the like one of the like third like through lines of it was, hey, what's that tune that goes ba ba da ba ba da ba 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 I just like what the and that continues through the movie like. I'm gonna burn this movie to the ground. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna find all prints of this. Unless there is an amazing payoff. Right. I mean, it better. It be has to be the, amazing. The Chekhov's AK-47. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that better be that better be the fucking aliens auto loader showing yeah. up at the yes, end to fight 100%. the queen. Uh, <laughs> level tune. Yeah. Payoff for that. Jesus me. There wasn't. Well, there wasn't. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm just oh, telling you right now. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Yeah, M. I think that'll be a rental. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's like it wasn't. Amazing or anything, but uh, it's no parasite. What is what is M Night Shyamalan's first name? M. No, but it's Fritz Lang. Just there's no period under. Have you never noticed? It's just M. His name is just M. Yeah. Get the. I'm kidding. Uh, Yeah, I was like, idea what the fuck. You're the the only one with the open laptop. M Night. I'm gonna guess Mickey. I'm gonna guess (laughs) Matthew. I was gonna say. I was gonna say Michael. I was gonna say Michael as well. You want to take a guess, Gav? Michael Knight Shyamalan, because you don't no. want to be associated with uh, Knight <laughs> so, Rider. We had Michael and Matthew. Matthew. Uh, you both were, or all three of you were really close. It's Minaj. Aha. Oh, real close. Mm-hmm. There mm. it is. Minaj. Uh, M-A-N-O-J. Hope I'm getting that right. It's actually Minaj. Uh, is that water in the desert or Nele is it a Minaj? Very good. It's what now? Minaj Neleyatu Shyamalan. Aha. So it's mm. not even Knight. Man. Minaj. Talk about talk about someone who like captured, like just like captured four years was the king of the world. Like, yeah. Wait, oh, he has ha- he has three names, so he's Menage a Trois. Oh, Ba-da, sorry, ba-da, I had to interrupt ba-da. you. This time. <laughs> no, that's, can we, can that's we iris quality. out? Yeah, can we iris out on Barbara right now? <laughs> <laughs> we don't we'd have that kind of tech. Gustin buy it. <laughs> Give me your finest, cheapest iris effect, please. Get the yeah. cardboard. Uh, yeah, that guy, man, he... Six cents, six unbreakable. Cents, unbreakable, yep. and signs. Between those, I mean... I think before, old? Yeah, before this, before I saw Old, I think the last M. Night Shyamalan movie I saw in the theater, I think, was The Village. And I think I got so pissed off at The Village, I was like, I'm not watching another M. Night Shyamalan movie in the theater. Have you ever walked out of a movie in the theater? No, I don't... I don't Mm, I don't think I have. I've done it. What? What was it? Meet the Spartans. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I, I have walked out of two movies, and guess what? One. Of, oh, hello. Uh, he's, he's coming. Uh, uh, I've, uh, I've walked out of two movies, and one of them was an M Night Shyamalan <gasps> movie. What movie was it? Lady in the Water. Ah. Uh-huh. I hate it. Uh, I was like, this is dog shit. I didn't love I that one either. Was that uh, the guy with the one really buff arm? Yeah. Yeah. What's was that a- Freddie Prince Jr. I think? It might be. What, what's the guy, the guy's name? He's like old and kind of creepy looking. Who's in that movie? Gus. <laughs> <laughs> you said it yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna look him up. In, in M Night, in uh, Lady in the Lady Water. Lady in the Water, yeah. Old and He's like the guy looking. who like keeps the pool. Why? I why can't I remember? I, I, I said I I did walk out, but it was well well after the probably 75 i probably should have Does, just stated the end but it, i was just i was at it that point built. it's a matter paul of the principle it's the principle it's the principle, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the principle. Uh, paul, paul giamatti paul giamatti oh, yeah. i love paul giamatti he's, he's great. great he's great but he's okay. definitely creepy in that video in that movie <laughs> yeah. i love paul giamatti he's the best but yeah it was like it was the principle of walking out i was so angry at the movie i was like i'm leaving i'm leaving i fucking hate this movie yeah. i'm going and the other one was this the other movie i walked out of i, I didn't even i didn't even hate i just like 
I guess I just wasn't feeling well or something. I didn't. But the it vibe was off. The vibe was a hundred percent off. Sure. sure. And sure. you know what that movie is? A perfectly pleasant film. Cars. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was not expecting cars. Pixar's Cars. I I hated Cars. <laughs> I, I, I don't it's know awful. what it is. It's all. It's an awful series. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Are you serious with us? Yeah. No, I yes, hate Cars. Okay. I love all Disney and Pixar movies. <laughs> Two. An unhealthy amount. Cars <laughs> fucking sucks. Just like arms crossed in the theater. It's like, nope, nope. <laughs> Not why today. did you go and see that? <laughs> no. Like, just all these children in the theater with you. Just just, like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Like, like stepping on. <laughs> well, one day you'll learn this is terrible. <laughs> stepping on children's feet. Ow, ow. Get, get why were you here. in there? Would you have like a nephew or something? What was going on? I was at the time I was living in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and I was like, I'm gonna go see. I'm gonna go see a movie one <laughs> afternoon, and I went and saw Cars, and I remember sitting there. It came out in 2006, so we aren't that old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just remember being. I remember being like, I just, I'm not enjoying this at all. What if it you, got you, good at the end? What if that was great payoff? I, but is it worth it to like suffer for an hour and a half for a great payoff at the end? Sure. Oh my god. No. Just the beauty and splendor of Santa Fe being like, oh, I could go skiing today, or I could go see cars. Yeah. <laughs> the, land, the land of enchantment was uh, sullied that day no. when I went and saw Pixar's cars. Well, that's the thing, is it was just like, I think the thing, the reason the vibe was off is because for me, like, I was just like, this is kind of just like save the cat 101. Like, sure. it's, it's such a by the numbers movie that it was just kind of like, <laughs> it's <for> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's. A, have you seen the other Pixar movies? Yeah. Other oh, Pixar movies yes. are in fact brilliant and amazing and like wonderful storytelling. But Cars really was the first time I felt like it was like, ugh, swing and a miss, Pixar. Like this thing feels like really, really rough. You're in was, there with your notepads. Yeah, swing and a miss, swing and a miss. Pixar. dear Pixar. Yeah, I, I went and saw your movie Cars, <laughs> an adult man by himself. <laughs> Let's just say I'll be trading this one in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was uh, Jesus. I was I saw it's it funnier than the movie. <laughs> I was I was on my honeymoon. <laughs> and we were driving around New England. <laughs> and we were stuck like in New Haven, Connecticut or something. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, let's watch Cars." <laughs> And we started watching it, and it's like, partway through that movie, you have that realization where you're like, this movie sucks. I don't know what everyone was expecting. This is so layered. Oh my god. You never see movies in theaters. And you went to see Cars? So, so, so it wasn't actually in the theater. So we, we were like, like I said, in New Haven, Connecticut. We were somewhere in the middle of nowhere in Connecticut. Everything was closed. So we were stuck in our hotel and it was like, oh. you could you could watch it in the in the hotel TV. Oh my so God. that's, that's okay. how we watched it. That's fair. But on your honeymoon? Yeah. Well, there was nothing. Like I said, we were, I, I want to say it was New Haven, Connecticut. It was oh, somewhere in Connecticut. God. And like the whole town was closed. There was nothing to do. It's oh like, let's God. just watch Cars. It's, it's like Cars or Euro Trip. Whatever else was on in like 2006. Oh, like, oh. God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. That is so, just. I, oh, I didn't know you guys were all moon. so connected by the movie Cars. Oh, man. Like, so, like, it's, a, it's, it's a very distinct memory for me because I remember sitting there watching it. And like you said, it was like every other Pixar movie I'd seen up to then was like amazing, incredible. Then I was watching this. I was like waiting for it. I was like, 
It's not happening. It's not happening. Like, it's, it's not, not happening. clicking for me. I'm just not. But what made you stay? It. I paid like five bucks for it or whatever. Like I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna finish the fucking room. movie. Yeah, yeah. you're in your and, room. And was your was your storm out? Was it like I'm getting up and leaving this movie, or was it like I'm gonna go pee and then I may I just won't go back in? Were you like, I'm leaving right now? I made the decision to leave. It was just like, well, I am out of snacks. I'm out of popcorn and soda, so. Best to just get on down the road. I think you 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 hit it exactly there, Gus. Which is just like it never hits that gear. It never happens. Mm. Yeah. You're just like because you that gear you, you sit nice. yeah. <laughs> you sit yeah okay, uh, you, you sit like you you watch Monsters Inc. and it's like a monster society powered by the screams of children. But like premise, and they have portal it, doors into every it, person's bedroom. Every everything every new thing you learn about the world in Monsters Inc. You're just like. Brilliant! Like what? What? A, what? Sure. A, what a cool novel concept! Every like every turn in the thing has a novel concept that's very cool, and it's just like, and then car like they're cars that have eyes. Yeah, and like, like and they talk. The cars are people. They're just yeah. It's and just they, a story about like people, but they're cars. And also, it, really. this was brought up in another podcast. I can't remember which one, but they some they were talking about like <clears throat> if they open the car doors, does just viscera pour out? It's just guts. Like is it guts on the? Because their eyes are the windshield. Right. right? So you would have to like then and they move their wheels like their hands kind of. Well, I think somebody said the other day like if the cars universe is parallel to the human universe, then there must have been a cars Jesus Christ, and so just like the entire imagery of a cars Jesus is like, can you crucify a car? Exactly, like no, horrifying. God. Just like it, the rabbit hole <laughs> opens up far too quickly. <laughs> On a lift, yeah. yeah. Mm. Has anyone ever drawn like an X-ray of one of those cars, like with all the oh, organs, surely. like where they would all be? Yeah, be cool. oh, the hamburger well. helper, uh, the hamburger helper uh, skeleton Hand. is yeah. by by far the scariest little uh, X-ray I've ever seen in my life. Ugh. Um. Well, I'm I'm trying to look one up here to show you, Gav. I think <laughs> I think I found a what a, a, a fan interpretation. What would you say is the best Pixar film then? If if Cars is your le probably your least favorite, best Pixar film. I, I think I think like the, I think a lot of people might say Wall-E, but that's too long, too long. And it, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I I agree. I feel like when I've had this kind of <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like oh, a tongue under like the yeah, it's the chilling. Car. Oh, chilling stuff. I I feel like when I've had this conversation <laughs> with people, a lot of people I know have said had said Wall-E, but I honestly I don't know for, if I would classify as as the best. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I would say it, it probably the first Incredibles movie is so, so incredible. It's so, so it fucking good. good. It is it is airtight. It and, is an airtight from movie. like a technical standpoint as well, where like they were doing a bunch of weird camera shit. That was like we learned about it like you learn about it in film school from a like this weird concept of the camera in that movie doesn't exist. Like it's all in the computer. Mm -hmm. But they do like rack focuses and like dolly they use all the camera movements that should exist. And so it's the fact that, like, this weird concept of, like, there is no camera here, but they're still using all the language of cinema. Yeah. It's just such a strange conceit. And, like, that was the first big time that, like, was very clean. Absolutely. Yeah, incredible. absolutely. Do you well, see also, the second one? I've not seen the second one yet. Ooh. The second one's really good. Yeah, uh, yeah, it actually holds up really well. I think the, oh, the I first Incredibles was also the first time they did a movie with human protagonists yes. as the main characters, right? Like That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess Sid Sid from Toy Story One was the antagonist. So yeah, like right, but he's also you, you didn't humans. see him all the time. You right, saw right. The toys. The uh, there are the, I I feel like Pixar movies. Uh, you know the the good ones, not Cars. I feel like I feel like uh, <laughs> I feel like cars. cars. I feel like Pixar movies. Uh, the the good ones, the one the rankable ones, always have a moment in them where, or at least for me, where I go, 
you got me. Like I'm in, I'm on board. You have 100% sold me mm-hmm. from this mm-hmm. moment. Like this is the thing that like where things clicked over. And I think for me, for 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 Monsters Inc., it was one minute detail that like made me like mentally ascend. It's like this movie is so thought about that it like hurts. <clears throat> like this was so considered, mm. which was the very beginning of the movie. Toward the beginning of the movie, like you already know the concept, but toward the very beginning of the movie, on the monster scare floor, it's like ah scare. Like the shifts over and a bell on the wall rings. Bell on the wall rings, shifts over. On the bell, they actually created paint chips on the bell where the ringer oh, would right. hit it, which is like such a real wow. natural attention to, attention to detail, lived in piece of anime, like lived in thing that would occur in a factory that's been around for even more than a few years, which is like paint chips, like little paint chips where the ringer has been hitting the bell. It's just like, that that is, le- that, I love that kind of stuff. That yeah. stuff that makes you want to go rewatch All Monsters Inc. right now. <laughs> it, it, it is so thought about. Yeah, dude. Every frame of that, I feel like that movie is thought about in a in a in a, in a caring regard. So yeah, that's I used the- to like looking for stuff like that in the real world just to make sure I wasn't in a simulation. <laughs> sure. Stuff that's like no <laughs> one would ever come up so with. So good, that. like. Uh, yeah, Wild is, uh, I remember one of the ones that where I was definitely like, oh yeah, no one would come up with that. I was on I was on a plane. I went to pee, and there's always those like, don't tamper with the fire thing stickers. But some of the sticker on on the ceiling had peeled back a little bit, and someone's hair was stuck in it. And I just thought, I don't think anyone would come up with that. That's just happened. You think it was no like one some, would... someone tall went in there and like, <laughs> yeah, like, just, like, just like tugged out one of their hairs because it was like, peeled back. Because like, if you explain that to somebody in a game or a, in a video, it'd be like, no, that we can't do that. It's too. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't happen. But like, no, it does. It's just it's very real. small and irregular. Like, you wouldn't think of it. Man. Yeah. People's brains. You got like I would never have that thought process in my entire life of just like let me look for details that if this to were a simulation, a simulation. <laughs> let me look for them. I'm just like, oh, someone tall must have been in here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do, do, do. I like to like run rooms real quick to see if it's loading. Like walls get more resolution. No, like, I saw ah, that pop uh, in uh, over there. Yeah. Ah. The mirrors aren't working. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> got you. This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Purple. Let's be honest, it's an uncomfortable world out there as things start to open back up. Looking for, I'm not looking forward to dealing with crowds or having to see people again or having them sitting next to me. Yuck. Not about it. But at least I can always count on the comfort of my own home and my Purple mattress. Purple is literally comfort reinvented. Their mattresses and pillows use the grid, which is a stretchy gel material that's supportive and cushioning in all the right places and is designed to allow air circulation so you never overheat. It's awesome. The grid also bounces back as you move and shift, unlike memory foam, which remembers too much. Uh, I love purple. I love the grid. Uh, the, the grid technology is like magic. Uh, keeps you cool at night, even on the pillow. Like, you don't have to worry about flipping it over. Uh, even through the Texas summer, nice and cool. It's great. Uh, purple really is comfort for an uncomfortable world. Right now, you get 10% off any order of $200 or more. Go to purple.com slash rooster10 and use promo code rooster10. That's rooster and the number one, the number zero. It's purple.com slash rooster10, promo code rooster10 for 10% off any order of $200 or more. Purple.com slash rooster10, promo code rooster10, terms apply. (laughs) (laughs) So you've never done that? You've never looked at something and been like, wow, that's cool. No one would ever come up with that. No, I haven't. Uh, (laughs) I did have like a weird moment a few months ago where I was watching too many videos about life being a simulation Mm. and like different like experiences people have had that have been very out of body and very much like oh clearly there was a a glitch in the matrix because this happened and and blah 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 where i started thinking i was like 
you know, there's people who are completely normal and completely sane and like no one thinks anything of it pretty much their entire life. And then all of a sudden some people just switch and just go crazy. And I was like, I wonder what happens. Like if are these people like actually awake and actually know like that we're in a simulation and have seen something or know something that like proves it. Mm -hmm. And like to us, they just seem insane but mm-hmm. they actually like something actually switched or or something <clears throat> happened to them because they knew too much or like the matrix. whatever it was yeah. and i'm just like how does that happen and then i started thinking about it too much where i started having a little bit of a panic attack mm-hmm. sure and i was like i need no 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 stop 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 i'm more powerful than you i'm more powerful than you yeah i uh i recently uh saw a a video that was talking it was just like one of the more interesting kind of compelling theories about like Guys, we're about to get real deep. Pull up, pull out your bongs, kids. Uh, like, uh, of one of the more like interesting theories or or, or conceptual ideas behind like the soul, or at least like we can't really account for like personality, like our, the, our personhood, something mm-hmm. that like we kind of self-identify and other people's like. Another right. great Pixar movie. It's soul. true. It's soul. <laughs> soul. soul actually is great. Um, it's great. And it just like the the one of the uh, theories, like or at least like something to think about, which I thought was interesting, is the way we think about um, different planes of reality, and that like, how would you explain that the human body may be might be in fact like a TV, and that you are be, a signal be being a sent. A TV. A TV. Oh, a TV. The oh, human being is like a TV. Like your body is like a TV. And that you is essentially like a signal sent to this body from whatever exists in some plane that we don't know anything about. But when you think about a TV on like from a dog's perspective, you look at it, it's like. It, Dude, I the, thought you were going to talk about dogs on the like, TV. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, well, it's just like the image lives inside the TV. Like the, you would think that the image lives inside the TV or that, that mm-hmm. like that thing is coming. It's like, no, that's being broadcast from somewhere far away. And even like <laughs> even that on a technical level to me is just kind of mind boggling. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that I took away from because I think you and I watched the same video. It's the limit of human intelligence where it's like, oh, if like. We can only be so smart and understand so much in the same way the dogs watching TV thing made me think of this, where like if you show a dog Game of Thrones, they'll be able to see the image, but they won't be able to like interpret what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. And sure. so in the same way, there are probably a ton of things that we are just dogs watching TV on. We're just right. Like, but, uh, but and it take the thing. Yeah, exactly. But what took that took that concept like kind of in a very literal sense, which I thought was like was the idea that like, oh, that your body is the TV. That like ooh. the simulation's coming for us right now. It's coming yeah. for us right yeah. now. Um, we should probably say there's a huge thunderstorm here, so if we lose power, that's why. Oh yeah, Continue. there's a <laughs> good there, call. Please, <laughs> don't, <yeah. laughs> Please don't have a break. It's not the Matrix. No. We promise. It's yes. a thunderstorm. It's not. It's not rebooting. Uh, but or that's yeah. what they want us to think. Right. Yeah. Well, mm. uh, what's analogous to that is years ago I saw this video where it tried the, the video tried to as simply as possible explain different dimensions. Sure. Mm-hmm. And what you're talking about here is like analogous to trying to explain. The third dimension we all live in to a two-dimensional creature right. who can only see an X and a Y axis sure. where everything's flat. It's like there's no concept of this whole third dimension above us. Just how we exist in other dimensions that we can't perceive. Like the fourth dimension exists and we're in it. We're in it. But our reality time. is only based around this XYZ three dimensions. Jeez. And we can't cut to our audience right now, just yeah. <laughs> we can't see these other Doing dimensions because even though we're in them, because we don't have either the level of comprehension or the ability to interact with them. Sure. It's like magnetic, it's also like magnetic fields. 
they're everywhere, but you can't feel them. Or right, radio sure. frequencies. It's like it's hitting you all the time. You just don't have the equipment to decode it or to yeah. sense it. I think also too something that's really fascinating to me too is to think about like how human human beings and humanity are set up on this like tiny planet in in pretty much infinity. Like sure. the universe extends out infinitely in all directions and contain it, it. It's so vast. And it's expanding. As, and it's expanding. And it, it's so vast and continues in all directions that like the concept of infinity, like we, we, it, you know, previous uh, versions of humanity, I say uh, ancient generations thought that like the sky ended, t you know, the, the the, that the universe basically ended at the clouds that like, the night sky was basically just the firmament where there were just holes poked in the sky. This thunder is creeping me out, dude. I love it. As we're talking about this kind of stuff. Um, but it's yeah, so just, loud. The, 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 the concept of infinity ended at the sky, basically. Yeah. And then as like human beings gain more technology and uh, intelligence and stuff, we like realize that like, oh no, that goes on infinitely out. And also infinitely small which is one of the things that's like really uh, yeah. crazy that if, if you see the this, end of men in black one uh, i can't handle yeah. it yeah no but yeah but when have you, have you ever seen one of those like uh, a scale model that like zooms out cosmically for the like the scale of the universe and then goes down yeah, yeah. that's it's creepy it goes cool. down have you ever way more than it goes out oh, which yeah. is like have you heard ever is that there's no end to either direction though surely well there's right. just uh there, I whatever like the subatomic, whatever uh, Ant Man was trying to tell us. The quantum uh, realm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the quantum. Whatever realm. Ant Man was trying to tell. What, us. Whatever Best Buy test video was playing yeah. to show that. That feels like a very like. Uh, I mean, so like you talked about like magnifying in right, and you talk, you think about how much distance there is in an atom. I looked this up so I would get the numbers right. If you were to magnify a hydrogen atom, where the nucleus, which is a proton, yes. is the size of a basketball. Uh huh then it's one electron would be two miles away. Holy shit. The amount of space in between those two things. Right. It's like, it's it's such a crazy distance between them. And we and you've got trillions of those of, of atoms all in you, uh, or maybe and, even more. And that's, isn't isn't that the plot of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? That uh, Ray Selinsky <laughs> is like, there's tons of space in between atoms. Or it's, uh, and we just, we, we just shrink that space. And that's how we shrink things down. Well, that's did you like hear the, did you the, hear the stat for that? This empty space between atoms, if you were to condense that all down, yeah. you could fit, I think, the entire population of Earth in a sugar cube. Holy shit. That is Guys, fucked up. Guys, we don't Gross. know any. We know enough to be terrified. To be, to be terrified. <laughs> we know enough to be scared, just, which just, is hilarious. Let's be dogs watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, let's yeah. just go back to that. Yeah. It, I had a moment today. my mind the people who, who like settled on it. Because surely you would do all these calculations <laughs> and be like, well, that's not right. But someone just had to be like, cars. That? <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. I had a moment today. We were uh, filming with John and he had his cats there. And I was just thinking, I was like, man be nice just to be a cat like literally just no worries in the world you're just walking around laying in the sun sleeping 23 hours a day pissing not thinking about climate change Nothing. or voting or yeah. just chilling it, it, it's Death. funny you, you say that because some I, i've had this thought before like i've looked out my window and i'll you know i've talked many times about these fucking animals in my yard mm -hmm. and i'll watch these squirrels <laughs> you know running around doing whatever shit squirrels do and I think I think the same things you do. Like, yeah. oh, it must be nice to like not have this. Like at the time, I thought I was thinking about this a lot during like the height of COVID when mm -hmm. we were all stuck at home mm -hmm. and like, everything was really bad last summer. I was like, God, it must be nice to be that squirrel. 
and I was watching it and I thought, but I don't have to get worried. I don't have to worry about being eaten today. So yeah. there's that trade-off. Yeah, but we still like. I guess not everyone does, but a lot of people worry about death a lot sure. and just like yeah. potential ways of getting yourself into a bad situation. Yeah, and avoiding that. Yeah, so it's, it's like, like kind of like thinking about survival to a degree. But I'm just the about, like, there's not another animal that's like, right. that's like you? oh, you look delicious. I'm gonna eat you. Eat you. No, we we uh, the things trying to kill us are a governor. That's who's trying. <laughs> that, that's that's who's after us. They're really trying. They're really they're really giving it a shot. That's the thing. That's like yeah. What's the trade off of the like burden of self awareness? Like where do you like? I feel like where, a, where's the trade where you're like, like a beauty mm. in self awareness where it's just like we get to enjoy like. I don't feel like a cat or a squirrel is going to ever have that moment of like distinct poetic clarity when you're like outside in the trees and the light or in one specific way. Like, very true. Very they true. They won't get to enjoy that like we get to enjoy it in that moment. Absolutely. I Maybe. get what you're saying. There are some benefits to being conscious human. And, yeah. And just like being able to enjoy the beautiful in between moments. Mm -hmm. We can see more of the world than what we can walk to. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. And yeah, it's like when you when you see a cat like laying in a sunbeam. You perceive that as man. That looks great. What that seems like the best. And I think the cat is like, sleep now, food later. <laughs> Maybe I think they're yeah, but that's quite beautiful, a, isn't it? That's kind of beautiful. Yeah. And like the fact, but the fact that you can even like interpret that as like you know having any kind of relax aesthetic. Right. The yeah. fact that you can apply any kind of like aesthetic to it is is something that's just like, uh, you know, very very unique and very special. Um, but yeah, because I, I I feel like. To, to be that animal, like you see videos, and God, this is gonna get again really like weird and morbid. <laughs> but like, have you ever seen a video of like a a crocodile like eating a deer, like pulling a deer into sure, the water, yeah. or uh -huh. like, and like the deer is just like going, like it's struggling, but it's blank. It, there's like it's not. There's, you don't see fear in an animal. It just, right. Is that like a chemical yeah. thing? Is it just like in shock? Yeah. In I, the maybe same way a human like, would be. Well, I just they don't they can't. Animals don't really emote. They don't emote. Like there's not for the for the most part. I would say most of the game animal king doesn't doesn't emote. And so it's just like where, but they have the same kind of lizard brain flight or fight flight or fight response. So yeah. that whatever that like thing that gives like you know me anxiety or what are you you and I anxiety that like still exists in there somewhere. Right. But in an animal is part of just like tree branch broke. I gotta run. Like yeah. you just hear like a crack and then you run. But I, there's not. I don't think there's like an emotional component to that. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Which is interesting. Reaction, instinct. Yeah. It's instinct, instinct and reaction. reaction. Yeah. Have you ever seen that video? It was popular maybe ten years ago. Uh, I think someone called it the ba the Battle of the Serengeti, where it's like <laughs> oh, you remember this, yes. right? Yeah. It's like lions and crocodiles and water buffalo all fighting this three way fight, where it's like lions chase down a small water buffalo, knock it down, and they're like on top of it, like they're going to eat it, but they're next to this pond. Then the alligators come out. And scare the lions off because <laughs> they want to eat the, the little water buffalo. But then the herd of water buffalo come back and fight the lions and the alligators off and take the water buffalo back into their herd. It's just weird seeing like this three-way animal fight yeah. happening, like this standoff where they're all like... And isn't it just filmed by passers-by? It's just like some dude on a safari yeah, in a just camcorder. Like, it's just like, whoa, now there's freaking alligators. <laughs> it's just like at the top of a safari a safari truck. Yeah. Like, whoa, yeah, there's epic. alligators in there. They're, 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 now they're dragging it. Now they're coming. Now buffalo are coming back and they're fighting them. <laughs> and then they're going to eat me. Oh my god. <laughs> Nilbog. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's the kind of what I was talking about. Like, you don't have to worry. Like... This animal has two different things trying to eat it at the same time. Yeah, I saw in chat someone said animals do emote. They do. I would say for the most part. And when you see like... Have you seen an animal do this? 
<laughs> How do you do Pixar face? Do, do or DreamWorks face? Do DreamWorks face. <laughs> Your face. This is every DreamWorks cover. It's yeah. either a DreamWorks cover or a, a shitty mobile game yep. <laughs> that, that you're gonna play. Speaking of zooming into shit, really, really close. I that stuff terrifies me for some reason. Oh, I, like, I kept I, sending oh, it to you, and I was wondering why you weren't responding. <laughs> I sent you like three or four TikToks just now. No, a while back, and oh. I was like. How do you think they do that, Gavin? You're like, I don't know. He's too scared. They're like that was yeah. it. That was all the <laughs> conversation suspended. But it's like there's this. Um, I think I've talked about this before. There's like this mathematical thing. I think it's called a Mandelbrot set or yes. something. Where you plot yeah. shit on a graph, but then it sort of infinitely makes this pattern, and you can zoom mm -hmm. in. It's like fractals. Yeah, really far. Yeah. And I I watched like thirty seconds of that. And then I sort of lose track of how deep in I am. And I'm like, oh, if I had to find this exact spot again, I don't oh, know if I done. could find it. And then it's like, I, I've got it too deep. And, and the fact that I couldn't find the same spot again, if I zoomed all the way out, it fills me with dread. And I don't know why. <laughs> like, I can't watch that stuff. I'm just like, I'm getting lost. I'm too far deep. I'm, I'm going deep. all the way in. I'm in too deep. I'm not, I'm, I can't get out. <laughs> Do you think there is a universe smaller than us? Like, smaller than we could actually see that has also living beings like the borrowers you talking about the borrowers right it's, now? it's men in black one ending it's yeah. men in black one ending yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like a uh, marble yeah do you think so yeah sure. the thunder is yeah. just the marble rolling around that's right oh man <laughs> oh it's us oh, oh shit oh, oh no. shit earthquake it's it, it there, there's so many like little things that like uh, little elements of science Little uh, nuggets of science that you learn, little like you know, snapple facts of stuff, little blurbs that you learn about science that uh, there's enough of them that are so mind blowing that at some point I'm just like, anything is like, sure. Like, sure, you're just, like why not? anything, fuck it. Fuck it. Like, one of my, my, my favorite things is like, if you were managed, if you managed to fall backwards into a black hole, time would condense so much that you would see the rat, like, looking out back into the universe you would see the rest of the history of the universe play out before your eyes wait it would speed up for you it would speed up for you would see galaxies come together and explode and uh, as though on cue as though on fucking andrew is doing something you so whatever you're moving your hands <laughs> i can't keep mentioning it no like yeah if you be, because like as time as you were falling backwards into a black hole time would compress for you so the uh, stuff further away from the black hole would play out in, at essentially light speed for you. It'd be a fireworks show of the universe playing out. But how would you live through that? You like, would. Would you not age through it? You would exist in at, at normal speed because you are in your... Relative to you. Relative right. to you. Ugh. But your electrons would this be closer is... than two miles, probably. Probably. As you get crushed it, into it's just a, a sugar cube. Exactly. Because that... <laughs> because, like... Uh, because gravity... Gravity affects time, which makes it... It appear as though time is in fact a f substance, mm. well, it's, like at, or has like something a physicality that can be manipulated. And where so is Cain the Conqueror in this? But if I had a mirror <laughs> pointed back out of the black hole, oh, I guess light kind of can't escape. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is all because I was going to try and show them, like you know, buy Bitcoin or something. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be a big fucking mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat related to that, there's that thing that always uh, we've talked about this many times throughout the years over the um, on the podcast. Is the thing that always freaks me out is that you can see small effects of this in GPS satellites. Yep, the clocks on GPS satellites run faster than clocks on the ground. Like they've been they, up there they for have so less gravity, right? They've been or they're going so fast. They've been up there so long that GPS receivers on Earth have to compensate for this time drift that they've experienced in being what in is, space, and it's it. 
it's 38 microseconds per day that they gain. And they've been up there long enough where it's an appreciable amount right. to cause errors in GPS if GPS receivers don't Meanwhile, correct So there's that. these people out there in the world who are that smart. Like, they can go, like, create satellites and make sure, like, Einstein figured out that time moves differently. I still can't figure out when you jump on a train, if you're in the train, you don't go anywhere, but if you're on the roof, you do. What? That, Wait, what? on the roof? No. Yeah, if you're on the roof of a train and you jump, That's the train wind. will move out from underneath you. The wind That's if the wind is air resistance. You. Yeah. I don't know this. This is. I'm saying like there are smart people in the world. I'm a dumb one. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even brought up the moon I'm, yet. I haven't even brought up the moon no, yet. Even I haven't even talked about why we're here on the podcast. Yeah. This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Manly Bands. Getting a ring is a tiresome ordeal. They're overpriced. You actually have to go in person to do it. Customer experience is subpar to say the least. Uh, Manly Bands puts an end to the hellish experience of buying wedding bands and gives you the freedom to finally get a ring that's perfect for you. They got everything you need from high quality bands that variety of material and color and band you want. Uh, plus, I mean, they'll send you a ring sizer. That way you know exactly ahead of time. You get it. You put it on your finger. You're like, oh, that's the size I wear. I'll know exactly that this thing's going to fit. It's going to fit perfect. It's going to look great. Everything I want in a ring. It's totally awesome. Uh, I've got one myself. I love it. Uh, getting your perfect wedding band with Manly Bands is an easy two-step process. First, grab yourself a Manly Ring Sizer, like I mentioned, to ensure your ring will perfectly fit no matter what you do. Once you know your size, it's time for the fun part. Pick from Manly Band's insane selection of materials to choose from. Gold, wood, antler, steel, dinosaur bone, even the meteorites that kill the dinosaurs, they really have all of that. Uh, they also have curated collections you can choose from, like the Jack Daniels Whiskey Barrel Collection. Once you've selected your ring, Manly Bands offers free shipping worldwide, uh, a 30-day exchange policy, and a free warranty. So to order your Manly Band and get 21% off plus free silicone ring, go to manlybands.com rooster. That's manlybands.com slash rooster for 21% off. Manly Bands, the best damn rings, period. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah Joe Pola Carey, you guys should... You guys oh, yeah, should we should do that. Did Carey... Oh, my God. He, he came on to talk... I mean, he, obviously, we love Carey and love having him on the podcast, Absolutely. but he was going to talk about the Ruby Grimm campaign. Got it. And we went through the Which entire podcast. Now, <laughs> season one. Season I'm doing Carey's job. And Drew and I are here to talk about the exact same thing. Exactly. Ruby Grimm... <laughs> Very good. <laughs> No, we're here to talk about the, uh, the what is it, the National Duck Painting Competition stamp? Uh, the mil- what is- <laughs> Oh, we're talking. <laughs> the, the, the Federal Duck Stamp yeah, Contest? Yeah, I, I pitched it, you entered it, and now you're going to split the million-dollar pile with me, right? Oh, wow, oh, right. right? You're, you're holding me to it right here live on air? Damn. So there's a million-dollar duck painting competition. Yes. There is. Uh, Paid for by the federal government. Yeah. So uh, we So we paid. Yeah. <laughs> so all of you, in fact, paid uh, for this. So, yeah, there's a... Yeah, yet the f- I can't vote. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hmm. But I paid for the million-dollar prize. Same you kicked in. <laughs> I contributed it to <laughs> Yes, the federal government, uh, the Fish and Wildlife Service, has a contest uh, every year to uh, for artists to paint a duck. <laughs> um, to be a, to appear on a stamp, a postage stamp. And this is why we're on the show today. And this is why we're on the show today. No, uh, Drew, Please Drew, vote. No. Uh, Drew suggested that I enter the contest, and so I did. Or I will. I paint. I painted the duck. The painting is impeccable. I don't Thank know if, if there's a way to throw you, a video of. Do uh, you really get money for it though? Allegedly, one million dollars. I'm looking it up. It says federal duck stamp contest winners receive no compensation for their work, other than a pane of stamps carrying their design signed by the Secretary of Interior. Maybe it's a million dollars worth of stamps. <laughs> Dude, that send, would be... You could send a lot of little tiny packages or one very big package. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Anywhere you want in the world. Yeah. If, send if the you stamp enough... that you painted to a million of your friends. You're welcome. <laughs> I, 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 I I was told it was a million dollars. Are you bummed By now? By whom? By that TikTok? 
No, no, no. But okay, great. I was just making sure. I sent you a TikTok. That's I'm, why this I'm, all started. I'm trying to verify. I, 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 we, I have no idea. I'm looking this up right now. You're, you're getting stream of consciousness. Was it somebody, was it somebody else who was like, oh, I entered and I didn't win the million dollars? I remember that at one point in time, it was a million dollars. I just don't know if it's I hope still... you also didn't misread the title and it's not a dick painting for Whoops. I, ooh. I just like I, well, that In that can... case, oh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Eric says maybe it's a million doll hairs. A million doll hairs. Ah, oh, classic prank. I do love Damn. the idea that you could like go on Survivor. You spend like... A month out there and win a million dollars, or you could paint a duck, paint a duck for the same money. I think that's awesome. If I if, could if make it's real. a million dollars for painting a duck, I would start painting ducks. I would leave this podcast and start painting a duck. I mean, it sounds like we might be able to get that happening for you. I'm like thinking this needs to be a series or a documentary of some sort. Duck picks. The <laughs> <laughs> it writes itself. It's it's right there. It's right there. Uh, well, here's the thing. Regardless, duck I mean, picks. I'd love to win a million dollars for painting this duck, but if, even if not, I had a very nice time uh, painting the duck. It's a beautiful painting. And uh, a, a real, any, really any compensation would be nice. Are you showing it on this podcast? Uh, Do we want I think I you mean, tweeted it, right? But yeah, it's it's in one of your tweets. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's in one of my it's in one of my tweets. Just scroll past all my criticism of the Democratic Party, and then you'll find. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, paint it. My my frustration. I say criticism, but it is really just frustration. And then uh, yeah, there's a there, yeah, it's in my it's in my Twitter somewhere. Um, Where did you learn how to paint? Uh, I just tried it. I didn't learn. It's to the paint. most. It's the most frustrating. Just try it. Please don't ask any more questions, Gavin, about how he learned how to paint, because it's the most frustrating story of all just time. Just naturally, very he just good like at showed up one day and was like, "I want to learn how to paint," and then he just <laughs> knows how to paint. Just knows how to fucking paint. But do you like? I mean, no, look no, at videos. Gavin, no more questions. I, I need to know. Do you learn like techniques, or are you just like, yeah, "There's that duck there. Let me see." Oh, look! Oh. Now it's on my canvas. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's the second thing you said. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's fucking gross. <laughs> The amount of talent that this person has sitting next to me on this couch is just like, oh, cool, yeah, I just painted a really, like, photorealistic painting of a duck. Hey, there it is. Asshole. Just Wait, that's the painting? That's yes. The painting. That's what he made. Shut up. That I, looks amazing. I'm not a joke. Look at the way the light's hitting it. Yeah. I would say it that's not like a simulation. It looks like a photo. It looks like a photo yeah, yeah. of I a duck. I can't tell whether it's just because it's... It's like much higher res than that, and it's being shrunk down on that screen, but it looks like a photo. Right. Thank you. You know, you want to know my reaction when I saw that tweet? What? And I, I said it lovingly. I went, fuck off. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> fuck off. And then this is how he's going to get a million dollars. That's so, what? so the contest right. is September 25th and 26th. Yes. So it, Oh, wait, that was 2020. No, it, it's coming up. I, I think 24th the, and 25th. You got to put that thing in the mail. I got to put that thing in the mail by the We're talking acrylics? By the, oh, oil? so this is like two it's months oil. away. Oh, one oh, month it's away. It's oil. So it's like, is it still damp? Well, I don't. Oh, so again, like I'm learning to paint. Mm -hmm. um, Clearly. And, sure. And, well, Clearly. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, all my paintings look like an F2 lens. Look well, at that. Well, the thing is, the thing is, like, I, I didn't go to art school, and I'm just kind of like figuring things out as I go, and I see things, and I go, oh, let me try. I will try to turn this image or this like thing into this over here, um, and so there's like no rules. So I don't use like medium in my oil paints because a lot of people thin their oil paints out no. with like what do you mm. use? mineral spirits. What do you or use large? God damn it. Boo. <laughs> Oh man, locked and loaded. Yeah, Just ready I'm, I'm to ready. go. That's what you got. Pow, 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 pow. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, the people sometimes thin their paints with uh, 
turpentine or mineral spirits or uh, the other types of medium to make the paint a little thinner, and then it dries sometimes faster, sometimes slower. Yeah, the I, Mr. Bean gag where he like blots out the lady. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, I don't use any thinner. Like I just use oil paint straight out of the, or water mixable oil straight out of the tube. So because they're water mixable, they dry a little bit faster. So it's than, dry. It's it yeah that 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 one is pretty close to being dry, even though it's how a, long does that take to dry? Completely could be like months, depending on like how thick the paint is. From how are you going to ship that? With uh, stamps, obviously. <laughs> with stamps, it's it's a ruse. Um, no, uh, save this get, for the documentary. You, uh, I, the way I've been shipping paintings is like putting down like a essentially a piece of wax paper over the painting, then putting a piece of cardboard over that, Got it. then taping that to it, and then wrapping it in bubble wrap and putting that in packing peanuts. Got it. So that's and then USPS takes it and just and pushes the whole thing. I, I did send out a painting who, who, I, that I did that got that I that someone bought very the, which I really appreciate people buying them. Uh, they bought a painting of mine and I sh I, I shipped it to them. It got there safely, no damage. But when I took it to the post office and like get did all the thing, gave it to the lady, she was like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> just like <laughs> did, did it back, just huck it, and I was like, "Man, oh, I, I am so glad that I put." Like all that Extra packing, wow. the packing peanuts and the bubble wrap and like the protection, because yeah, just what like what you should do is put uh, just like two pieces of broken glass in there with it, so that when people <laughs> so move it, it sounds delicate. Yeah. No. So oh, there's yeah. like oh. a broken I, china cup. I'm I'm wary, and this is just my my own neurosis. I'm worried. I'm wary of putting fragile on a box oh, because I yeah. feel like oh, that makes people go kick it, kick the shit out of it. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, this Ace Venture it exactly. all down the street. HDS <laughs> yeah. coming through. Yeah. <laughs> but then they respond like they're liable, right? If if something breaks. Yeah, but then it's like you worked. If it's a thing that you made. Yeah, but they don't know what's in there. Sure. But if it's you know, I I'm sure they are liable to a degree if something They'll also you ship. fucking fight that stuff. I mean, right. Yeah. It's not worth the fight yeah. to like, yeah. Now, so how long did it someone in chat, I forget mm. who it was, uh who was this? Uh Empty Forest asked, "How long did it take you to paint the duck painting?" Oh, that's the other thing. I can't believe you're asking this. Um so in total in total hours-wise, probably like 12 hours total. Um like, cuz like it there's like so I do a I do a pencil sketch and then I seal that onto the board so that, like, there. Did you have to I, Google this stuff or did you just know it? I, like, Googled some things. Okay. I, like, researched some, like, just, like, okay. or watched a YouTube video. Just, like, the, the uh, education online. Did Everyone, you, you can did do. Did you time lapse the paint? Oh, that would be I cool. did do, I did do, like, uh, uh, I posted it on, uh, on uh, Instagram, did a, uh, like, uh, what would you call it? Uh, 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 a story. Tutorial? A no, no, no. A, a photo series of like progression. Oh, like, like wow. it's like here's like here's like the first like you know here's when I put the sketch on and like here's like a the time first... lapse with less effort. With less yeah. effort, yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, precisely. So that'd be a sick video though. If you I want to, I want to like get a setup so that I can like do like show, do a time, video. Time I, I, I basically do a time lapse. Uh, because like normally I do that on my phone, but that's usually next to me playing a podcast. Right. Like, that's what that's doing most of the time. But that's not why we're here. That's not. No, why that's not. No, I, and I that appreciate was a full <coughs> tangent just about your dumb duck. Photo. I know that. And I, I appreciate the. Though. I appreciate uh, all the nice things that people have said. So it's we we nice. currently have a show on RTTV called The Most that you and I host, right? Yes. So yeah. live on Tuesdays. Live on Tuesdays, and the only place that it's been available is right on RTTV, only on RoosterTeeth.com, not Spotify. Not Apple, nowhere else, couldn't make the cut. Didn't make the cut. 
But now and it's on Disney Plus. Now it's on Disney Plus. <laughs> Make so, sure you watch it in four three. So yeah, exactly. What? <laughs> so what we've been told thus far is we have been given an audio version of the most. Finally. Woo! It's going to be a podcast. We have no idea when it airs yet. Baby! We, uh, but we are officially a podcast, and we wanted to come on your podcast and let everybody know that. The other podcast. Yo, dog, yeah. I heard you like podcasts. Yo, yeah. dog. The other thing that we're working on right now in honor of like getting traction for the new audio podcast is we will be on anyone's podcast that asks us, including this one. All it has to do is fit two criteria. One, no hate. You can't have hate speech or be a hateful person. Number two, we have to be remote. That's it. Otherwise, pretty open to doing it. So, do you guys have an email or a contact people could? You can message? hit us up. You can DM our uh, the most cast on Twitter at the most cast. Yeah, at the most cast. Are DMs open? DMs, DMs are, are open. open. Okay. Come through. Sure. We've already booked a couple uh, of, of strangers. Strangers podcast. Y'all know anything but, about plane crashes? Uh, we can. Here's the thing. Andrew's really good at improv, and I'm really good at interrupting <laughs> Andrew. So <laughs> we can do it with our powers combined. We we can do it. No, yeah, well, we'll we'll appear on everything. I was just on good friend of mine's podcast. What a time to be alive! Uh, Did not invite me. I asked uh, Kath, and she was like, "We're just doing we're doing one person guest this week." Fine, I, it's true. Uh, but so you like, didn't I, tag out. You just did the whole thing. I just did the whole thing by himself. Yeah. Could have yep. tagged out halfway through. Did <laughs> no. It's a three hour long podcast. Did it by himself. Yep, that's right. While painting uh, a duck. While, while painting a duck uh, and smoking a pipe at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So, so yeah, it was on. What a time to be alive. The latest episode came out today. It was a lot of fun. Totally fun. And thank y'all for having us on here to Hello, talk about it you. as well. I had no involvement in that decision whatsoever. <laughs> that's <but>. fine. Uh, <laughs> I see. Then I'm going to rescind my thanks from you. I will not. chat are already asking is there going to be a b yeah there'll the be an audio b. version yeah we'll throw in a little audio b. okay oh the because uh, yeah ted the most b yeah because the uh that's a visual gag from the show so once it's on audio we will we will have to get a sound effects board and like actually uh, put in a little bzzz. for those who have not watched or, or seen we have, we have one tomorrow what would you say is your favorite episode that people should check out on mm. rt on roosterteeth.com uh, to get a good flavor of the podcast to get a good taste for it this last week was one of my favorites but that was just very personally my favorite because all we did was talk about movies for an hour. So mm. it was just like me being, I got to be myself the whole hour, just like geek shit. And then, but <laughs> probably my favorite episode, or like the best episode is probably the podcast, but outside, I would say. Podcast Those guys are outside. so funny. And then What a Time to Be Alive was also very good. But it just, really, any episode that you watch, it, it's all variant on uh, how much Andrew and I are cackling. So if you enjoy Andrew <laughs> and I cackling, that's yeah. If you see just chin in the thumbnail, yeah. Yeah. it's a good one. That's a, yeah, precisely. <laughs> I feel like, I I, ha, I have some top I, I have some top episodes and it's usually because you know it's it's sort of a storytelling podcast sure. most like most podcasts Vaguely. is like you know it's friends uh, yeah. uh, shooting, ha, the ha, shooting the shit like most podcasts which is great um, so I have like elements so one of the hardest times I probably ever laughed on the show was uh, Maxie talking about her encounter with Hulk Hogan yeah which is like what like. A, an all time just like I, I gotta go watch crying yeah. laughing with that episode. Then there's also an episode with Hannah and Noel toward the beginning yeah. when we're like, we're like this was like October last year. In fact, it was October last yeah. year because it was the spooktacular the spook edition. Um, where Noel told maybe the scariest story I've ever like e I, edge of my seat freaky story that Noel told. Dude, and so like that guy's a lot of stories. He has a lot of stories, and mm -hmm. the the one from last year where he tells a spooky a spooky story. Um, is definitely one to check out. And then, yeah, the uh, What a Time Being On is super fun. Um, the podcast out of But Outside Guys are, are, are really fun. I, I think, like, one of the really, you know, one of the ways we measure, like, whether an episode is good or not is just, like, 
the fact that we can't get to the questions. Oh, like, yeah. The less like, questions answered, the better the episode is. Yeah, exactly. We had uh, Sam Reich and Josh Rubin on from College Humor. Yeah. That was a really, really fun episode. It's just like, so you know, like, an episode is going well when you're like, hey, we got four, we're at the 45 minutes. It's an hour long show. We're like, we got 40, <laughs> we have the 45 minute mark and I haven't asked a question yeah. yet. Yeah. It's like, because it's just the, a lot of fun. The first, time I, the first time I was on the most, I was really nervous because, like, I don't host that show. I was like, we haven't got another question. You guys can't relinquish control. We haven't even started yet. We're 30 minutes in. Oh yeah. my God, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? It's part of the shtick. It's, it's, it's part of the bit. It's part of the fun. And, and, and But then what's really great is like, on top of that, I feel like you, you and I had uh, great chemistry with, with the guests that we've had. Sure. As then like, Oh, we go we go 30, 45 minutes without uh, uh, asking a question, and it's still been a good time. And then we get to ask questions with the most in them. So then we have like built-in automatic conversation starters to just like tell stories and go from there. Oh well, yeah, it's you guys are also. Let me toot y'all's horns for a second. Okay. Uh, don't uh, read into that phrase too much. But okay, uh, okay. <laughs> you guys are are really like some of the easiest people to have a conversation with, and like some of the most fun people to talk to. And also, I think such an underrated. Uh, characteristic of people who do podcasts, you guys are a great audience. Because I feel like there's mm. people who, you both did this at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but there's some people who, who host podcasts or, or do shows and they don't, like people who laugh at other people's jokes and who are like dig deeper into what people are saying and stuff like that and are just good people who listen. Like really engaging. And who yeah, are engaged and who laugh and who like make the guests feel like they're funny I'm so and they're interesting. To talk right now. <laughs> no. I'm so afraid to say anything. Just like, don't, don't, you're going to spoil it. But that, yeah, I'm just like, for the, you know, the few times I've been on, it's always like a joy and like Thank you. a real Thank good you. time. That's, yeah. That's one of the nicest things I've ever heard. Yeah. Cause like, I, I, even nicer I, than your duck painting. It is. Uh, that duck paint. Take a hike, duck painting. Yeah. Uh, this is like that's yeah. that's the juice right that's there. My new well, duck painting. No, that, that's what I, I feel like. That's a common denominator in some of my favorite podcasts. Is that when I, I like hosts, and I I'm really engaged by hosts, especially I mean aside from true crime, but like the sure. podcasts I listen to. But just like chat shows, like you know conversation shows. I really love when like the guests make or when the hosts make their guests feel actively listened to yeah and like are engaging with what they're saying and aren't just like waiting for their turn to yeah. talk is there you know what i mean because that mm -hmm. I, that i feel like so that, common that's like super common and you know and i i i'm i i really like the like team sport of sure. uh, of comedy and like want like to make other people feel funny and like engaging and listen to because that's how people open up and that's how you get like the best interactions and the best stories that's like people yeah, when people and when people yeah. feel at ease they're their funniest like yeah. people yeah. don't like feeling like so if you're listening to them they're going to be more at ease i think yeah. that's that's why i made that rule because on the show i refuse to answer questions like that's my joke it's a shtick that i have on the show or just, <laughs> it's like, a great out it's, by it's the way <laughs> out, but, like, it also keeps like it keeps me from doing shit a lot of times where it's like oh oh i got a story i can tell a story right here i can jump in right now it makes you more like, engaged right it's just like i i have a rule that i don't tell stories yeah. on this show so <laughs> let there, it go it doesn't of, matter yeah. a lot of times when um i host it always open where purposely like sometimes i just wouldn't answer the question either because i was like eh, i don't really have much to contribute here or whatever and sometimes comments would be like barbara never answered i'm like i don't have to answer every question right. this is more about the guests right. in my opinion or people who, who have like a, an a actual story or input on it, right? Exactly. Because yeah. my story would be like, yeah, I broke my foot playing soccer. Cool. Like, yeah. it, not an interesting thing, you right. know, as an example. You're like doing editing on the fly. Yeah. The best stuff to, exactly. to put forward. Yeah. 
I'm so, a terrible editor on the fly, so I tell no stuff. Exactly. You're, you're <laughs> nipping it in the bud. No, yeah, I'm, I'm going to fuck this Keep up, so I'm just not even going to start. Uh, um, well, I'm, I'm excited. I know you all joked about it for a long time, about getting the most. It was a running gag on the yeah, show, and now it's a real thing. It's just like, shit, now we podcast. have to try. Yeah, Does no. that mean it'll have ads on it? Yeah. Well, well hopefully. Have hopefully. hopefully, if we meet the threshold if or we, whatever that we, means. Well, yeah, we, we have to. So we're say, please please listen to the show once it's added on audio format, because that way we can uh, you don't keep doing a, it. You don't have a timeline for that. You don't know what no, it is. We just know that it's happening. It's ha We know that it's happening. We've been given uh, 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 this. Yeah. Thumbs up. Someone went like this. Was it an emoji? Yeah, exactly. It was an emoji in Slack where it's just like, can we have a show? And I'm just like, there was it, it is. A, wait, was it a reaction emoji oh. or was it actually typed out and sent as a thumbs up? Oh, how do you, I don't even know how to do that. Do you have to like colon thumbs oh, up? Oh, yeah, no. So it was like, can we have a show? Then they reacted to, can we have a show with a, with thumbs, a thumbs up? up? Or if they actually went into the they selected like, selected a thumbs up. The, yeah, yeah, they went into the bar to add a message. As a response. Message. I believe it was a reaction. Ooh. Just, uh, Ooh. The temperature got a little cooler. Yeah. 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 Oh, Thunder again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, there we go. We got a thumbs up in the. Yep. There it is. Hey. Yeah. So uh, that will be happening soon. We're going to make that happen very soon. I'm hoping in the next like couple weeks there will be episodes dropping yeah. into, uh, into your, wherever you get podcasts. Hopefully, if you're listening to other podcasts, we just randomly. Here's what I want I want somebody who winds up listening to the most to be like, oh, I just saw them on my friend's podcast because they were doing yeah. the tour and then now they're here. Like that's that's the goal. Yeah, there's a lot of podcasts. So come out there. through. Yeah, we're ready. How long do you think it'll take you to do every podcast? Every podcast? Uh, You've done like in a month, right? Yeah, like mm. not that many. six weeks. <laughs> well, some some go live. Some you know only yeah. tape on weekends. Some only tape you know scheduling. It's gonna be real. This could be the worst part. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I I will just pre-tape a bunch of like canned reactions. Yeah, and send those out to podcasts and then cut like, them in themselves. You can and do some now. You really could. Go ahead. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. Oh, what a perfect take. What a psychopath. Yeah, this could jump right into it. There's nothing. <laughs> Use that to your heart's content. Yeah, you need one of these. Any so Go clean. on. Yeah. Go on. Oh. Oh. Sure. No. <laughs> oh. Of course. <laughs> oh, That's absolutely. terrible. That's fantastic. Yeah. You're kidding. <laughs> this is like watching, I'm just watching it on the TV. It's like watching a, an edited cut down, but it's happening live in front of <laughs> <laughs> None of the, there's no For the last information. four minutes of the podcast, yeah. we just want to have a conversation and reactions. <laughs> just, yeah, we can, uh, uh, we, can, we can soundboard ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say. <sighs> oh, that's wild. <laughs> You're uh. kidding. Okay, I can't do it. <laughs> not, 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 not. I, was, I was waiting for somebody get, to call you just, it. You just get in your own head about it. No, say you just no. gotta, just gotta roll. Just gotta, dead air. I just, I just got inside my head. I was like, "What do people say? <laughs> How do I have a normal conversation again?" I forget. <laughs> How do I respond to people? We uh, speaking of doing the podcast rounds, uh, a couple weeks ago we had um, we 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 had a chance to talk with Kevin Smith about the Masters of the Universe Netflix show that um, he worked on that just came out last week. And uh, we talked to them. We, we we talked to them well before the show came out, and I think our interview with him came out before the show came out, so we couldn't um, spoil anything. We couldn't talk about the show, but the show's out now. People can watch it. It's been out for a couple weeks, and that show. I, I looked it up on Rotten Tomatoes because I was curious because I really liked the show. I thought that it was, it was they did a great job with it, but they they took some they made some decisions I thought might not sit well with some people. Okay. So I was curious to see what it was on Rotten Tomatoes. So I looked it up. And this Masters of the Universe series on Netflix, the critic tomato is 96% fresh. 
Audience score, 39%. Whoa! What choice are we talking about? The show largely... This all happens episode one. Sure. So this is... I mean, this... If you're really curious, hopefully you watch it by now. Right, in the first 15, 30 minutes this happens. They kind of sideline He-Man. Ah. And they kind of focus on some ancillary characters who did exist in the old, you know, sure. 80s TV show, uh, who are like, for lack of a better term, strong female characters uh-huh. to, to show their story in Eternia and how they uh, approach all these things that are going on in the world. And I think a lot of immature dudes didn't sure. like that. I don't, I don't know any uh-huh. any nicer way to put that. I don't know if I need to put that any nicer. Probably not. That was, the, that was the nicest anybody's ever said that. Yep, I was... It's a it's a really good show. They they put like five episodes out now, I think, and the next five are coming at some point in the future. It's it's so fucking good. It is so good. I can't okay. recommend it enough. Did you watch She-Ra when it came out? Were they related? I don't not I'm just past they that were, cusp on millennial. There was a shared like, universe. I don't remember what the connection between the two of them probably was. Probably the same animation studio. By the like con, quote <laughs> canonically, sure. I think there was as well. Shira, he, I remember, it's funny, I didn't get a chance to bring this up when we were talking with Kevin Smith about it, but um, I remember watching He-Man when I was really young. Like, it came out when I was like in kindergarten. I was like five or six. I used to watch the shit out of He-Man all the time. And I remember even being like a little boy thinking, I'm never going to be like as muscular and strong as He-Man, <laughs> but Man-at-Arms, that's my guy. That's, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be more like, I want to be a Man-at-Arms when I grow up. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> and I ended up being an Orko. So, you know, you, you don't, you don't ever, sometimes you don't get to your goals. You win uh, some, you lose some. Uh, <laughs> he was, man. <laughs> uh, yes, there, I guess they introduced She-Ra in 1985 to try to expand the appeal of Masters of the Universe to young girls. Got it. At the same time. So they, they do live they in do a shared universe. Overlap. Yes. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, but anyway, I just thought that was, it was interesting. <clears throat> I looked that up the other day on Rotten Tomatoes and like just seeing the big discrepancy between like audience score and sure. critic score on, well, on two different ends. I mean, I just saw, I'm, I haven't watched the show, but I, I did watch the trailer and I mean, it looks awesome. I mean, it looks cool and Real I mean, clean. very clean. And I mean that from like kind of, you know, there was a lot of discourse. Hey, you guys uh, ever check out this discourse online about like an- the state of animation? <laughs> Y'all ever read the comments? You guys, you guys ever in the discourse? Um, there was a, like a, a recently kind of a lot of uh, people piping up about uh, the current state of animation, especially uh, American animation, is, is in particular adult animated shows, mm-hmm. and how they look fucking terrible. Like they like mm. look and are animated unpleasantly to look at Mm. and like there was a lot of like back and forth about people like yeah i don't just don't like looking at like a lot of adult animated shows like it had they they do the character design is like really kind of unpleasant and the movement is that like super kind of really quickly animated like family guy style of animation okay it's like very it's it's very quick and like like it's it's but it's not smooth and it's then, like a budget thing or a style thing. Hundred percent like, a budget thing. Okay. Like, well, well, I. I are they doing that animating on the twos thing? Maybe that's what people are. That talking might be about? it. But it's yeah. also what, like what were the examples? I need to. I figure, I'm trying to figure out like what are you talking about right now? Well, <laughs> well, the, the thing I think it was maybe the the a lot of the discourse we're referring to was that new. Oh, I can't even say because it, it's on our network. <laughs> <laughs> what Wait. does it rhyme with? It rhymes with rinse or the rinse. 
It's the Prince. There's a show coming out <laughs> called The Prince, and it's about uh, the royal family. Uh, it's about the British royal family. I like how you oh, looked okay. right at Gavin. Right at Gavin. And, and, you, know, you know, the, the royal, royal family. family. Yeah. But, a lot of them. You yeah. guys. A lot of them. Um, but it... And I think it's like it comes to the character design. It's like really fast. fast everything's exaggerated. I think that's what a lot of the discourse mm, was about. Got it. Um, when, but then you know, in in a high contrast. So then someone went on a really interesting thread just about like how budgets and workloads just affect animation. And like everything, it's just like faster, cheaper, like right. less less personnel to make it. Yeah. And it's just like. Yeah, and you have like people like working in like very specific workflows to get stuff done, and just like to turn stuff over, especially for animation, takes so much time. Because mm -hmm. like you think about the Simpsons, like to go back to the Simpsons, we're doing twenty-two episodes of a show. Now a season of animation is eight episodes if you're lucky. Yeah, right. like and it, and it's eight episodes, and they're like and they just kept going eighteen minutes. Yeah, like, right. Like they didn't really have season. Breaks right, like no, you would. I, I would assume you'd play through hiatus. You just keep. Yeah, yeah they like they would have normally in the old style. Is <clears throat> summer would be the break, and they have like okay. mid-season replacements in the summer. Gotcha. Okay, I was yeah. trying to remember how. Yeah. yeah, how that worked. But it was just really interesting to see someone who an animator on that side, like in the industry, like talk about working in that environment of like working on those shows and how it's just like pretty pretty brutal. Right. And so like. When you like see, it's like, oh man, that, I don't like the way that like animation looks or that character design looks or that like the the movement or anything like that or the fact that like the the backgrounds or the color or the art and stuff like that. It's like, no, for the most part, that a lot of those are budgetary decisions. Like yeah. it, when it comes oh, down yeah. to a lot of it, and it's like really easy. Mm -hmm. And I, this is like not uh, a, a grand uh, observation, but like it's really easy. It's a lot cheaper to make your character a weird tube with a mouth over it that mm -hmm. just changes. Like you yeah. just do different mouth sets over kind of a weird. Like tube character, uh, and have that kind of be the be the template. It's just like how Hanna Barbera gave Yogi Bear uh, a tie. Well, they gave him all. They gave yeah. him all neckwear. They gave him all like a tie. So you that could way, swap the heads. Yeah, out. the body could just stay in one position, and they just had to animate the head, animate looking, the head. moving around and talking. Genius. <laughs> the same kind of same kind of thing. It's yeah. like brilliant. Efficient. Uh, yeah, efficiency hacks. Uh, we got to wrap up here pretty oh. soon, but before we we do, um, I, I, I had a tweet a couple weeks ago, uh, and I'm curious to get you guys' opinion on this as well. I was just curious to know how happy everyone was with Mondays as our live streaming day for the podcast. I'm not saying I want to change it. Let's change it. I'm just saying, <laughs> are there other days that work better? And what brought yeah. this about was the 4th of July is what brought this about. Mm. Is Whenever there's a three-day weekend, we invariably end up having to pre-tape the Monday episode of the podcast, which I don't know. It has happens like a, more often than you think. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, someone replied to my tweet with like, Oh, I never noticed it, so I think it doesn't happen that often. Like, trust me, it happens a lot. Right? <laughs> we're, we're it's it's it, there's a scheduling thing, and Probably then we, like ten like, a year or something. Yeah, it's it's just I don't know. It's just it, it can be stressful. So I just wanted to get more reaction beyond my Twitter followers. The, I was just curious to get more reaction to people watching this video or listening to this audio. Like, let us know. Are there any days? I guess if you're listening to audio, you, the live time doesn't make a difference to you. But if you watch it live. It mm. kind of does because if we change the day we do it live, oh, good it point. changes the day the audio will come out. That's a good point. People, and also on the site and on YouTube and stuff. The the thing we were talking about with the time change or the day change is that, you know, it's it's been hard sometimes on Mondays because we haven't really done much during the week yet. Yes, yeah. you have the weekend, but, you know, typically, especially this last year and a half, has been mostly just chilling at home. We used to go out and do things on the weekend, but right. it's, it's been a while. And we'll yeah. probably get back to that, but like 
let's say it was a Tuesday or a Wednesday afternoon or evening. Like at that point, you have more week to go off of. More has happened with work or in your personal life or whatever. So there's kind of like it's more of like a midweek refresher of what's going on. And it feels more like you got more to talk about and stuff coming up and you know what's going on in that way. So that was like one of the biggest, I think, arguments for potentially looking more towards the middle of the week rather than a Monday. Yeah. And I guess to your point, the, the timing for yeah. audio consumption. Yeah, I know a lot of people listen to it earlier yeah. in the week. It's also t- should we also maybe do a different time? Am I going Wednesday crazy morning. now? Two weeks. Right, just because like we used no, to do it when well you guys used, we used to, to do it tape Wednesday it in morning. the morning. Yeah, I mean the, the, the reason we have like a delay in getting the audio out is because we do it so late at night. It's like <laughs> we can't have it in good conscience ask someone to stay here after we're done and work and cut the audio together, right? Mm. So it's like you introduce a delay. If we tape this earlier in the day, then maybe we get stuff turned around faster. Yeah. No. When did we used to do it in the old conference room? What time was that? It was, we used to do it on um, Wednesdays, and I want to say we would do it at 10 a.m. Because then that we would, would, we would me... go eat lunch immediately after, because we would always end, end yeah. it with, what are we going to get for lunch? Mm. I loved it then. It was great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's well, fresh. It's just a hard... I know a lot of people watch this after work. Yeah. Which or is at work. Thing. Or at work, maybe. Yeah. So, I mean, we won't tell your boss. Like, Don't quickly worry. minimizing this show, uh, yeah. the boss walks by. Yeah, it, it makes almost no sense to do it live at Wednesday at ten. But <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's like a good time for a like a VOD. Yeah. Well, let us know what you guys think. I'm just curious to get feedback. Doesn't mean that we're necessarily changing anything. I just want to know what the consumption, what your opinion is for well, people. Ultimately, who we want it. the most interest. We want the the best content possible right. for the podcast. And, and if that helps the know. content, then it's an over. Yeah, we want it to be entertaining for you guys. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, Speaking of entertaining, that's it for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks everyone for watching. We'll see you guys again the next week. Watch, Watch the, the most. most. And listen and to listen the most. To and the listen most. to the most. More listen importantly, to, listen to it. Listen to it when it comes out. When it's real. Yes. Bye. Oh, my wrist crack. Oh, shit! Yeah. Yeah.